I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. I get knocked down. Ah! Get up from that, you twat. Hello, and welcome to episode 70 of a Stu and Owl pod with him, Stu. And me, Owl. No. Oh. Oh. And you, Owl. You like that start? That's, um, it's about oh. time tub thumping out there, thumping tuds. Yeah. Tubs. And it's a um it's a it's it, it's a one hit wonder still, isn't it? Technically. Oh yeah, of course. So I thought I'd put that in there. Not one of my choices, but uh No, neither to me, neither to me. How you doing, Stu? Um, How you doing? Yeah, good mate, you you right, yeah, yeah? You're good, yeah. I wish we spoke like that all the time with we a proper like rude boys. We are. Ow, we'll uh, we'll do the quick announcement now. In about two episodes time, we'll be doing our first transatlantic podcast episode will we where Al will be recording in england and i will be recording from the united states of america the u.s fucking a let's <laughs> do an alpod first and that's no, the exclusive announcement in this episode today excellent you got your train ticket plane ticket even plane not train yeah i'm not getting my train i got a plane ticket here Oh, excellent. Got my ESTA, my working visa, because I'll be working on the pod. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, uh, more on that nearer the time. Al, mm-hmm. he's been he's been watching a couple more films, hasn't he? Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Whatever, you love this. I do, go on. He's actually live here today, look. Come on, come in. Yeah, grand. Cheers for that. Al, how you doing? No, uh, not bad, thanks for all. How about yourself? Yeah, good. I heard you're a big fan of mine in back in the nineties. You're a Manchester United fan, right? Uh, no, no. Fair enough. Sorry. Well, anyway, been watching a couple more films. Oh, your friend Wolfie, though. Wolfie's a Man United fan, right? He is. Yeah, he's not a friend of mine, but yeah. Ah, fair enough. We tried to get him banned from the stadium quite a few times. I don't think he's ever been. Ah, oh, well, who could that have been then? Maybe it was me. <laughs> who knows? Uh, I've been watching a couple more films for you lads, you know, giving the reviews on your show and all that. Yeah, go on then. Right, good. Number one, Pinocchio. Look at you, Geppetto. <laughs> talking, to a pe- <clears throat> talking to a pet fish, making puppets to pretend they're real. And then when he comes to life, you try to make him respectable, but we all know he's a puppet. And you try to make him lie. So his nose grows and you bend over next to him and that's just wrong. <laughs> and crying when he washes up on the shore, even though he's made of wood and we all know wood floats. What a baby, Geppetto. What a big baby you are. Do us all a favour. Make something useful, like an umbrella with a built-in TV or shoes that make you fly. Grow up. Baby. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> also watch Saving Private Ryan. Look at you, Ryan, getting a bunch of soldiers killed because they have to get you home. All because your brothers died. And you got Tom Hanks killed. Sat there crying because the Germans were attacking. What a baby. What a big baby. <laughs> Did I cry when I got suspended for the Champions League final? Did I feck? Grow up. Baby. <laughs> Very nice. Thank Roy, you. Roy, Roy. That was World War Two, mate. <laughs> You grow up too, baby. <laughs> well, <laughs> oofed. Oh, well, Stu, 
it's uh, Father's Day today, not when the episode comes out. So if you're listening to the episode, it's not actually now Father's Day, but it is when we're recording. Did you see your dad today, Stu? I spoke to him. Oh, um, did, so you did. You probably didn't give him, get to give him that open mouth kiss you wanted to give him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Stu, because it's did Father's you manage that with your dad? No, I didn't see him. So. Ah. Still, because um, it's Father's Day, I went online and I found um, some terrible dad jokes. So I thought I'd tell them to you. Why but, are you doing this? But... You know, this is probably going to be my material. I know, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Stu, uh, I had a dream last night about drowning in an orange soda ocean. Turns out it was just a fantasy. Ah. That's good, that, good. isn't it? Stu, my, uh, my cat's just been sick on the carpet. I don't think he's feline well. Nah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Stu, did you did you hear about the hungry clock? Oh. It went back for seconds. It went back four <laughs> seconds. Four. Yes. Good that, isn't it? Double long time today, isn't it? Four yeah. seconds and four, four seconds. seconds. Yeah. Four. Here's top three. Top three, yeah. Top three. <laughs> top three. In each episode, me and Al set ourselves a subject and we will tell you our top three things about it. And then we get people around the world, including um, Marco from Milan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he contributed this week, but Big never baby. Mind. So if you don't know what I'm on about, Al, if I was to say to you, what are your top three types of socks? Top three types of socks. Uh, a sport sock, because I wear that to yep. the gym. Um, the little uh, trainer socks for when I've got my shorts on, and uh, what is it, happy socks or something like that? I can't remember. I think they're called happy socks. Um, okay. Pretty... Oh, actually, H and M socks are quite good. I often buy H and M socks. I would go with um, football socks to slide around the floor with. Yeah. Uh, Chicago white socks and the Boston red socks. Oh, lovely stuff! Well done, Stu. Stu, it was your turn to pick this top three, and you chose one hit wonders. Never gonna give you up. You did pick up one hit wonders. Um, did pick that though. <laughs> how did you find this one, Stu? Ah, oh, very nostalgic. Oh, you I was thought you might have a pun ready because sometimes you do. No, no, no. <laughs> Stu, do you want me to go first with this? I'll tell you what though, I would one hit wonders. Yeah. If heaven was a place on earth, it would be filled with these songs. Is that Bonnie Tyler? Belinda Carlisle. Well, she had more than one hit. No. Alright. Yeah, I say that. I can't think of another song she did. Exactly. So my number three is um There She Goes by the Lars. There ah. she goes. Yeah, but they did another one, didn't they? Yeah, but when I put one hit one as this was in one of the lists and I Yeah, can... but their follow up their follow up single was Oh she's back. Oh yeah. Oh she's back. <laughs> oh she's back again. Oh no, wait, there she goes again. She forgot her keys. That's the whole album, just back yeah. and forth. About 10 tracks. Um, Stu, the, um, this uh, was number 13 in the UK charts um, when it was reissued in 1990. After oh. Stu, it was actually released in 1998, but it didn't, um, it didn't chart very high. So they re-released it two years later and then it charted at number 13. I just remember this... Um, the video it's to this film, wasn't it? It was in a film, I think. I can't remember what film it was in, but um, I was remember the video and thinking this was a lot older than it actually was. I, I thought it was like a 60s or 70s song, it just seemed really old. 
Oh, no, so it's actually it. number 45 in the 50 greatest indie anthems of all time, um, which was in NME in 2007. It is a great song, but you don't hear it anymore. But I remember it used to be on like MTV all the time during the 90s. Um, but it's a good song. Again, they, they just seem like that. It was a there was a period of time when there was a lot of indie bands doing one song that everyone knew about and then not doing anything else, um, which is an, another song that I've got in my list. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's my number three, Stu. So uh, what's yours? With all these songs we're going to get today, we could probably make a playlist on Spotify or something and share I, it. I imagine there's already one. Yeah, I know, but we should do like a, a weekly playlist, like all yeah, songs like, like mentioned in the episode or yeah. songs to be inspired by the episode we released. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll do that. Mm. Could be one for the future, there, listeners. One for the future. Yeah. But if somebody wants to do that for us, that'd be even better. Oh, yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, because be we ain't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Gav, regular Gav, there's one for you, mate. And we'll pay you um, by not saying you talk shit anymore. Stu, one of the things that I thought about doing, just uh, which is in relation to that topic, was I thought about going back and making best ofs. So like the best of um, the bag of nails, the best of Al's ads, the best of, you know, in the news. I just thought, I can't be asked Because <laughs> so many podcasts do that. They do like best ofs and stuff like that every so often. But they've got someone who does that for them. And it'd only be me doing it and I can't be bothered. So if this podcast ends, one of us dies, well, say Stu dies, a bit more, right. I'll go and do them. That's yeah, and if, uh, if you die, I still won't do that. Yeah. Stay tuned, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah, there'll be like videos in the future, like for YouTube, if we ever do like um, get together episodes, we'll probably start yeah. filming them. Like, we've got one with Chris coming up, haven't we? I think. Yes. On the 15th. Is that the July 15th? That's yeah, July 15th, yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, yeah, now I went with Steal My Sunshine by Len. Oh, yeah, that was a great song. Uh, this was released in 1999 by Canadian alt rock band Len uh, from the Len, album Len, 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 Len. You'd have to say that again. Uh, Len. <laughs> the song also features on the soundtrack to the movie Go. I've not seen it. I don't know what that one is, though. Uh, the music video features Len Goodman dancing from town to town, stealing copies of the Sun newspaper, and then just repeatedly shouting, Shine, while committing <laughs> crimes. Um, the video ends with Len shouting Devon as he runs off into the distance. A bit like when Chief escapes the hospital in Cuckoo's Nest. It's just him <laughs> running off, you see him from behind you. Devon! Devon! I actually remember the real video to that, Stu. With, and the, the main memory of that is that pregnant woman in it, like with a belly. And I think it said, Steal My Sunshine or Len on it or something. I can't remember. I always remember that in the video. A few facts about the uh, song, Al. Yep. The song came 13th in Stylus Magazine's Top 51 Hit Wonders. Oh. Uh, Len Goodman Led Good, fuck's sake. Len Goodman was born in Farnborough. <laughs> What's he? And a bear from Canada in Winnipeg Zoo inspired Winnie the Pooh. Oh, okay. Because they're Canadian, so it's a bit of you know, fact oh, about yeah, it. Fair yeah. One fact of Len, one fact of Canada, and the actual song itself. Fair enough. Thank you, Stu. Well, my number two, Stu... I think it's a very similar sort of band or style. It's uh, You Get What You Give by the New Radicals. 
That's been very popular. Yeah, That's definitely popular. going in the poll. Yeah. <laughs> About three people picked that. Um, so this was from 1998. Uh, it was number five in the UK chart. A lot of these songs, one hit wonders, didn't make number one. I noticed when I was looking through a lot of them. Uh, yeah. it, but it is 64th in the 100 greatest one hit wonders, which was on VH1. Uh, the video the video was filmed in Staten Island Mall. Hey, go on on Staten Island. That'd be worth a watch, wouldn't it? Yeah. The greatest there one at Wonders on VH1. But it was like New Radicals were very similar to sort of a lot of bands, as I said, with the Lars, a lot of bands around that time, the 90s, that seemed to have a lot of these one-hit wonders. And you just, mm. I wonder how many people bought the album off that single and then listened to it and thought, oh, these yeah. are not very good. And to be fair, they might have been, they might have been all right, but there was, I, I wonder if because there were so many bands around at the time, the different now, don't it? Because you you got your downloads now, so you could just download the album. You may find another banger on there as well. Yeah, you don't doesn't matter because you the free download. So yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, it was difficult tonight to put that number one because I did I um I do enjoy that song, and it's a song you often hear still um quite a lot. I think you got to keep me. Yeah, so there you go. Two, I've gone for Los Del Rio's Macarena. You know what? There's a version of this song with Andre Ryu in his, you know, he does those massive concerts. Yeah. They dug up them two from Los Del Rio from somewhere. They're about 80 or 90 years old. And they're on stage doing the little shuffle dance. Oh. Then you got all people in the audience and the backing singers actually doing the Macarena dance in the crowd and everything. So you what think, an experience that would have been. With a lot of these bands that or artists that bring out songs that have got dances to them, you know, Lost Ketchup, the Ketchup song. Um, what was the other one? Um, Saturday Night by Wigfield. They kind of really, if you're bringing out a song with a dance to it, you're probably not going to have many more hits. <laughs> nah, but imagine living off the royalties for like know, ever. Yeah. Hey, uh, so the, the song was released in 1993 by the Spanish Latin duo Los Del Rio, uh, performed by Antonio Romero Monier and Rafael Ruiz Bodigones. The song is about a girl named Macarena who cheats on her boyfriend with two friends. Two people she's done it. Uh, while he's been drift, drafted into the army. So the boyfriend's going, going away to army. They're sending me to army, mother. And um, yeah, she cheats on him with two friends. I thought this song was a lot, wasn't as old as that. 1993. I thought it was like 2000 or something. In the video, the two old singers prat about on a tiny stage while the girls perform dance moves. Then the old fellas get tired and go for a pint. Ah. <laughs> Facts about this. Number one. Rio Ferdinand had a show where he told people they just got murked. <laughs> Two. Del Preston had to go Del Preston had to get a thousand brown M&Ms or else he wouldn't go on stage that night. Three. Macarena is a famous stadium in Brazil used in uh, the 2014 World Cup final. <laughs> it was at the Maracanã, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> These are some great facts, too. You just got murked, bro. <laughs> I never actually watched that show. I might go try and find it on YouTube. I tried to find a fact about Lost, but I didn't. I could have just done the show Lost, I suppose. But no yeah, way. fair enough. 
Um, Stu, my number one, uh, it's a bit of a callback to the last episode. It's Coco Jambo by Mr. President. Yeah. Now, Mr. President did have a few more singles. Uh, that if came he only had one hit. I think if you asked anyone what their what their hits were, people would say Coco Jumbo. Well, it proved it last week, didn't it? Yeah. So this came out in 1996. Uh, it peaked at number eight in the UK charts. Um, it peaked in, in number eight in the charts in 1997, right? But it was re-released after being number 87 in 1996. So another song, another one-hit wonder that in the first year of release did really badly, and then it was re-released again. So it's they become hits, don't they? When the feature on like the Kate Bush song, that, yeah, that came out of the blue when it was on Stranger Things, and I, know, I can't think of another example. But all yeah. you need is like a smash hit TV show. You get your song on that, yeah, oh, yeah. raking it in. Um, there was actually a Christmas version um, that was also recorded in uh, the same year with different lyrics and festive instruments. What's a festive instrument, Stu? What would you consider a festive instrument? Bells. Bells, yeah. That's it, the jingle. (laughs) Jingle bells. (laughs) So, yeah, Coco Jumbo, um, because I loved it. And, you know, as I said, I went and bought loads of different uh, Mr. President albums. Some I actually had to buy online at the time in the late 90s, which was difficult then when you had dial-up modem. Uh, so yeah, there we go. That's I want to hear this festive version of Coco Jumbo now. There's the closing out song. Hey, <laughs> Christmas Jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's the lyrics. Uh, put my Christmas tree back on the ground. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's a bit. Right, Mike talks about. Um, sorry, in his rap, he says. Um, I'll have a chicken with rice and lemonade. So in the rap, it was probably I'll have a turkey with sprouts and lemonade, or sprouts and a sherry. Yeah, <laughs> sherry aid. Oh, Russell sprouts. Get him in the bin. All right, my number one. Saturday night by Wigfield. Ninana. 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 You know that was actually done as a laugh. But they uh, they said they needed a hook, and they wanted that to be it. Kept I going. actually heard Stu that there was an ambulance going past outside, and the windows were open. Na 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 na. They just auto tuned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leave that in. Leave that in. Leave that in. Leave that in. Wigfield. Wait a minute. There's that hook we've been looking for. <laughs> it's your cousin Marvin. Listen to this, Marvin Wigfield. <laughs> You know that ambulance sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. <laughs> uh, could have happened. Could have happened. Uh, so the song is by Italian Eurodance project Wigfield, fronted by Danish singer Charlotte Carlson. Hmm. For some reason I thought she was English. I don't know why. Uh, the song is about getting ready to go out on a Saturday night for a jolly old knees up. In the video, Wigfield and Elton John go on the rampage on a Saturday night in London. London? Fighting everyone in sight just outside the Bag of Nails. Or is that Saturday night's all right for fight? I don't know. I ain't saying song, innit? Maybe. Here's some facts. Wigs, wigs are used on all orange politicians. <laughs> Donald Trump. 
<laughs> Two, field is a green area where you can play or grow wheat. <laughs> Just wheat. Three, Saturday usually comes after Friday. <laughs> These are some great facts. I'm loving this. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, there's ours, Stu. So uh, let's go to the social media, see what they've got. Quite good feedback on this. And then we'll do our honourable mentions, yeah? Uh-huh. Um, nothing from Keza G this week. Should we, uh, should we mention that? Yeah. Don't then. <laughs> don't then, no. Don't then, you know. We don't care, you know. Uh, we'll start with them with Keith Campbell. He picked Get What You Give, New Radicals. Yep. Spirit in the Sky, Norman Greenbaum. Yep. Turtle Power, Partners in Crime. <laughs> yeah. I imagine that's the Turtles theme, isn't it? Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. Uh, regular Gav. He talks a load of old shit. He's picked Spaceman by Babylon Zoo. Yep. Flat Beat by Mr. Wazzle. Oh, I love uh, that. He did say Take On Me by A Heart. We both denied that on... Um, Logical grounds that they're not a one-hit one. Well, he answered his own tweet, didn't he? Ready with that? Yeah. Uh, and Scatman John by. Oh no, Scatman by Scatman John. Do you want to have a go at the scat, Steve? The... <laughs> I'm a scat man. Good game. Good game. Give me the poison, 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 poison. Marvelous. I'm a Brucey. <laughs> oh, I wish I wish at some point Brucey had done the scat <laughs> the whole rap yeah he'd have been perfect what do points make prizes that's right oh a Brucey a Brucey bonus stay tuned for a Brucey later in the episode yay uh, Dale Big contributor on the uh, tweets, but first time on the show. Babylon Zoo Spaceman. Yep. He also said something about my mum in a hotel. Okay. Bastards. <laughs> uh, Brendotron. Save tonight, eagle-eyed cherry. Get what you give. New radicals. Is that all he did? Must have. Oh, Dancing in the Moonlight top loader. Oh, yeah. It's another top loader. Well done. Frankie's picked the Macarena by Lost Del Rio. Yes. Get what you give, New Radicals, and Everything You Want by Vertical Horizon. Oh, don't know that one. Don't know what that is. Don't know what that is. Uh, Wolfie will save till last. JR. Buggles. Video Killed the Radio Star. Lieutenant Pigeon. Mold the Old Doe. Sorry, Lieutenant Pigeon. My bad. Yeah, um, Rednecks got Nigel. Oh, yeah. Didn't they do a song called Poppin' an Oak afterwards? It was the same song. I don't know. Because it, it was Cut Nigel, Cut Nigel, and then Poppin' Oak went Poppin' an Oak, Poppin' an Oak. It was the uh, same song with different lyrics. Get out. Kimbo. Earth Angel by the Penguins. You get what you give, New Radicals. Kung Fu Fighting, Carl Douglas. What a tune that is. That was a great tune. Uh, Claire, Spirit in the Sky, Norman Greenbaum, and O Town Liquid Dreams. 
Katie O-Town Liquid Dreams, Hanson Umbop Buggles Video Killed the Radio Star. Um-bop. Leo, just oh. one. So, Chesney Hawks, hold one on. only. Hold on. Umbop was a was a great song, but they did have another song off the album which charted quite highly. But where's yeah, the but I think Umbop's been mentioned a few times on here, so fair enough. We'll let it slide. Uh Leo Chesney Hawks, one and only. Laura, Len, Steal My Sunshine, OMC, How Bizarre. Remember that? Oh, yeah. How Bizarre. How Bizarre. How bizarre. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, Hayes, Lone Star, Amazed. Yep. Yeah, good tune. Uh, Alyssa, Macy Gray, I Try. Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You. Meredith Brooks, Bitch. That's a good song. That was a good song, yeah. I think Macy, Gray, a... few... I think Macy Gray had a few other singles, didn't she? Yeah, but you... Try and name another Macy Gray song. I saw her live and she was absolutely amazing. One of the best people I've ever seen live. She did a version of Creep by Radiohead, which was, she had a brass yeah. band. It was just phenomenal. I remember Macy Gray in her uh, training day. Yep. And in the first Spider-Man film as well. Oh, she was, wasn't she? Meredith Brooks, though. Brooks. Bitch, that's a good song. Yeah. Uh, Richie, Chesney Hawks, one and only. Rebecca Black, Friday. And John Park with St. Elmo's Fire. That's a banger, that is. Yep. Uh, going back to Wolfie, uh, he's put Come On Your Reds by Man U, yep. Glory Glory, Man United by Man U players, and Thriller by Michael Jackson. <laughs> I've replied first two yes, last one no, you moron. He's put Ain't You Not Thinking That We're a Good Song or No, Dickhead. <laughs> I <laughs> Jacko wasn't a one-hit wonder, you think? <laughs> He's put, I can't not think of any of the songs he done in that, though. <laughs> so I, thought, I bet you struggle to think all the time. <laughs> and then he responded, you ain't not know what I ain't not thinking, mate. If you did, then you ain't not going to be good for that, then, mate. <laughs> I've replied with a Samuel L. Jackson gif of, what? He's just replied with a Rio Ferdinand staring meme, which I think is about getting murked. <laughs> and then I've just done Forrest Gump running away. <laughs> Always a pleasure, Wolfie. Honorable <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mentions for me are Belinda Carlisle, uh, Heaven is Place on Earth, and yeah. the, um, I can't remember the bloody name, mate. You know that? Just wanna dance the night away. Uh... Cranberries, is it? Not like cranberries. Hey, what are they called? I can't remember. <clears throat> oh, them anyway. It, 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 let, it, oh, no. I was going to say the Rembrandts, but that was... Oh, you could have had the Rembrandts. Um, oh, that's on there too, yeah, the Rembrandts. Yeah. I can't think of uh, what that band was called, but uh, we'll find out sometime in the episode um, if we remember. Mavericks. Mm. The Mavericks, yeah. So, Stu, it's my turn for the next pop, um, top three. Now, oh, what's I- your honourable mentions, Al? I've, I forgot to write it down. Well, off the top of your head? Rick Astley? Uh, no, I'm not a big fan of that song. I'll, I'll go Proclaimers? I was by the Proclaimers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to tell my story about that. I went to see uh, the Proclaimers musical uh, once, Stu, um, <laughs> and they did 500 miles three times in the, in the whole thing. <laughs> oh. So I had to endure that three times. Um, Stu, on the next episode... I'd like to sort of revisit a top three we've done before, because before we did um, a standalone film that needs a sequel. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Now, what I'd like to do is your top three franchise films 
that need another film. Okay? So I'm talking about your Screams, your Nightmare on Elm Streets, your um, Fast and the Furious. Which franchises of films do you enjoy, but you'd like to see another film? Now, I don't want one, so I don't want, oh, I'd like to see another Avatar, because there is going to be more Avatars. But which ones have we not got films coming up that you'd like to see another one of? got to be a franchise. It can't just be a standalone and there's a sequel. No, because we've done standalone. It can be one where there's a where there is a film and a sequel and you want another one. Well, I don't know, man, because half the franchises are done now. And that's, yeah, good. Leave it yeah, but is the, I, I've got a few franchises that I'd like to see. Maybe a franchise that went off the boil towards the end that you think, actually, I'd really like them to re- kind of visit it to kind of make it better. Mm, So if you were to, you know, if you were to think of, say, uh, Robocop, the third film of Robocop wasn't as good as the first two, and then they went back and redid a new one, which wasn't very good. Would you like... Oh, I like the remake. Yeah, so would you like to see another Robocop to kind of keep it going? Terminator, do you want another Terminator? That kind of thing, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so on the um, so if you can tell us film franchises that you'd like to see another film of, get in contact. We are stewandourpod at gmail.com or at stewandourpod on Instagram and Twitter. So that was top three, and now it's time for the naughty corner. We can discuss our favourite songs and films in the naughty corner. Ooh. On each episode, Stu and I are going through the noughties and we are telling you our favourite single and film. Uh, We are on 2003, the single, but from the last episode, Stu, we had your favourite film from 2003. So Stu's going to go through the poll results now. 89 votes. 89, yeah. Last place was my choice, Seabiscuit, 11%. Third place was your choice, City of God, 19%. Ugh. Second place, Master and Commander, twenty-one percent, and with a big victory on forty-eight percent of the vote was School of Rock. Yeah, no surprise. They were just going mainstream. <laughs> I mean, uh, I preferred all three of those films to School of Rock. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Stu, do you want to tell us your favourite single from two thousand and three? Yep, it's Five O'clock Somewhere by Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett. I do not know that song. Country. Oh, country music. Although I Love don't know it. Song is basically justifying drinking any time in the day as it will be five o'clock somewhere around oh. the world. Yep. 5 p.m. being typically happy hour in bars and restaurants. Very catchy tune, I should uh, give it a listen. All right, I'll give it a listen. <clears throat> a few facts about the song. Number one, five o'clock is the fifth and 17th hour of the day. Yeah. Two, Alan Jackson was not, repeat, not a member of the Jackson Five. Okay, good. Number three, Alan Jackson is stronger than Jimmy Buffett. That's all I have to say on the matter. Excellent. Thanks, Steve. Well, I had two songs this week. Um, and in the end, the reason I came on this one is because somebody else mentioned it. And I thought, I'm going to go for that. And I go back. For, I'm going to go for Don't Look Back Into The Sun by The Libertines. Yep. Um, now, I love this song. Um, when I was in a little band, we used to play this song. Um, it's quite easy to play on the guitar. It was released on the 15th of August, 2003. Uh, it was number five in the greatest indie anthems of all time, uh, again by Enemy in 2007. 
It charted at number 11. That was its highest chart in the UK. And it is used on the intro to the episodes of Gavin and Stacey. Gavlar! I don't watch it. Okay, well, it's used on some of that. I love this song. I think it's it's one of those where when you first, when you hear the opening bars of it, the guitar, you you love it. I think it's a great yeah, it's good track, song. Right. It's a great song. Uh, but I'll give you my honourable mention after we've gone through social media, which I was considering choosing. But there were better songs here, weren't there, Stu? I thought better songs than the 2002. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of good tracks. Not a good track. Uh, a list of Game of Love by Santana and Michelle Branch. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. Dale picked Blazing Squad Flip Reverse, but I think he was just taking a piss. Yeah. Uh, Gav Libertines Don't Look Back Into the Sun. Uh, he's picked Three Doors Down When I'm Gone. And Bren picked Beyonce Crazy in Love. My honourable mention was Evanescence and uh, Bring Me to Life. Wake me up! Was um, Seven Nation Army. Ah, I did see that. Yeah, I I missed it. So I think we've got to put Beyonce in there, Stu, which will win. Um, We'll put Beyonce in. Yeah, I know. Um, Uh, Let's put the Blazing Squad one in for a laugh as well. Blazing Squad in as well. That means that our songs can't come last. (laughs) Yeah, a poll will go up on Instagram and Twitter. And in the next episode, we would like your top film from the year 2004. Again, you can send your uh, choices to stewandalpod at gmail.com or Instagram and Twitter at stewandalpod. Still, two, come. Let's come. Owl pops down to London. London. To visit the Bag of Nails. It's an X-Men takeover in Dinosaur Park goes tits up. Dr. Doris tries out a new profession in, in the news. Uh, Mike Reed is back with a couple more tips, but for now, here's Al with an ad. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's ad. It's been a while since a film has been remade into a musical. Well, now Forrest Gump is getting made into a rap musical starring Eminem as Forrest Gump. He'll rap about all his favourite friends. You're my boy, Lieutenant Dan. Got new legs just like the Tin Man. You didn't want me to, but I saved your life. Now you've got a new sexy wife. And how about a song about his friend Bubba? Hey, Bubba. Hey, Bubba. If you die, I'll take care of your mother. Lieutenant Dan said we could be brothers. So close, we could be lovers. The principal, I didn't tell you about him. He was fat, yeah, not very thin. But one thing I just couldn't see, why did he always go, he, 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 he? <laughs> <laughs> don't and tell say, look, Bubba and Forrest were friends, mate. That, yeah, no. Don't, don't twist that. No, you know, he was talking, he, he, he said that he hadn't told him about the principle. So he was telling about it now. No, I mean the lovers part. No, they, they, they were so close, they could have been lovers. Yes, guess so. Stop, stop putting me off. And hey... We all remember Jenny, right? Jenny, I love you to bits. But don't play your guitar and expose those tits. Yeah, that'll come in. I sat with you with nothing for, to fear after I heard. You can't see it here. We go, <laughs> we go together like carrot and pea. I'm sorry I bought. I'm sorry I ruined your Black Panther party. <laughs> when I met your kid, I didn't have a clue. 
He got a daddy called Forrest too. And for this time only, we're adding a brand new scene where Forrest Gump meets Eminem, played by Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> you better lose yourself in the music the moment you want it. You better never let go. You only get one stop and off as you pass the road because I'm sure it comes with a lifetime. Man, that motherfucker be crazy. That's Forrest Gump, the rap musical, coming to cinemas soon. And now it's time for In the News. In the news, this week done in the nude with Stu, who tells us some funny news stories. Something new for Dor- to Doris this week, Stu? Yes. Sports, weather? Yes, Arnie? yes. No. Oh. All right, well, here we go. Here are your headlines. Donald Trump stands to lose two casinos in planning row. Says they'll be hell to pay. Very good. Blind man embarrassed as he admits to posting his letters in a dog poo bin for the past two years. I have actually heard that story. That's a real story, so, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I saw <laughs> that today. <laughs> and uh, that's not a unicorn. It's a donkey with a dildo on its head, <laughs> says trainee vet. <laughs> Very good. Is that one real? No, I'm middle. No. But first, history professor- professors this week find... <laughs> Let me get my words out. That's what she said. History professors this week found out that Henry VIII sent the heads of his former wives to Germany. They were sent to Munich, Wolfsburg, and Berlin. Oh, and Berlin. Good. Very good. <laughs> An idiot was admitted to hospital this week after suffering a kitchen mishap. He said, when I found out my toaster wasn't waterproof, I was shocked. <laughs> Very true. Unfortunately, the man is expected to make a complete recovery, though. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might make that joke about me. Ah. Oh, well. A man was belittled by a penis prank this week after ordering a $180 penis enlarger online only to be sent a magnifying glass. Oh, you the package were. Came... <laughs> huh? You <Shut> were. <laughs> The package came with an, with an instruction warning not to use indirect sunlight. The customer, Alex S., is said <laughs> to be fuming. <laughs> Lovely stuff. <laughs> a woman has been fined in Bristol this week for pretending to be a ghost by making whoa noises and waving her arms about in a cemetery. <laughs> in... <laughs> Oh, this is a true story. It is. <laughs> but the um, the next bit I've made up. All right. In court, Holly Ghost said, it was only meant to be a joke, just trying to lift people's spirits. <clears throat> this outcome will haunt me for days. Ah, oh, lovely. Holly, yeah. <laughs> Holly Ghost. The one. A Weight Watchers demonstrator was arrested in the supermarket this week after being caught shoplifting cupcakes. The irony. <laughs> The thief said, it's not the only thing I steal. My speciality is candy. I've always got a few twigs up my sleeve. Oh. <laughs> I'm a bit sport. Yes, please. Crossing over to the Hollywood charity uh, basketball game now. We go live now to Noodles Bouchard. 
Thanks, guys. Balls with Spielberg. He shoots. And Hans Zimmer collects and scores. Nice. Uh -huh. Think about it, everyone. Think about it. Dark to Doris and Health. Uh, yep, so I covered at a dentist this week. Patient asked me for the cheapest filling possible. So I just filled his mouth with tuna mayonnaise. <laughs> ah, very good. In business, 18 Apple stores were broken into this week in London, all in one night. London? Police are still searching. Yeah, London, yeah. Police are still searching for the culprits and have asked if anyone was an eyewitness. Oh, very good. Very good. Travel. Uh, I was threatened today at the airport. At check-in, the woman said, window or aisle? And I said, window or your what? <laughs> very good. <laughs> weather is frantic <laughs> oh lovely it is at the minute i'll tell you what it's been horrible out here yeah, right well, thanks to no, stop now yeah uh, that was in the news and now it's time for dinosaur park ghost tits up hi in each episode, Stu and I are going through the alphabet and we are giving each other a film to watch. Then we must answer five questions on that film. We must also come up with a tagline for said film. Uh, on this episode, we are on X. So I gave Stu X-Men Origins Wolverine. And Stu, you gave me... X-Men. X-Men. Yes, I watched that yesterday and then watched X-Men Origins Wolverine afterwards. I've watched them both this morning. Oh, excellent. So, uh, Stu, I've got a tagline for um, X-Men. X-Men, a wheelie good film. Oh. Yeah, see? Good that, isn't it? X-Men Origins Wolverine, I've got uh, CGI has come a long way. <laughs> yes, it's terrible, isn't it? The and uh, are you sure you want to cast Will I Am? I didn't mind Will I Am. I thought he was all right. When you were doing the fight bit, though, I can fuck you up, man. Oh, yeah. I forgot Gambit was in it. Yeah, although he wasn't very Cajun, was he? No. Also, I I I didn't realise that his brother was um, Sabretooth uh, because it is not mentioned at all in the film that he is Sabretooth. And because in X-Men, Sabretooth is in it and there's no relation there, I was like, oh, he's Sabretooth. He looks completely different to what is in that one. So, Victor Creed. Victor Creed. Steve, would you like your questions first? I thought it was related to Apollo Creed. That was the relation, but no. Mm. Yeah, uh, go on then, yeah. I think you'll do quite well with this, too, if you watched it this morning. Question one. What colour is James's dressing gown at the start of the film? Red. Correct. Uh, question two. What is on Victor's sho shoulder when they're in the cell together? A rat. A rat. Well done. Uh, question three, what is Deadpool doing on the plane? What is he doing with his hands, basically? Sharpening his sword? Yeah, sharpening his sword. Question four, Logan gets a chainsaw and what out of the truck when he's off to his uh, cutting down trees job? An axe. Correct. And question five, uh, finish the line. A new style of questioning. Ah. I didn't call him Blob, I called him... Uh, Bubba or Bub. Bub. Bub, yes, Bub, I'll give you yeah. that, yeah. Five, so you got five out of five, well done. I didn't it call does him. pay to watch the film on the day of recording. Yes, true. <laughs> I don't think I'll do that because I was kind of in and out of X Men um, when I was watching it. 
It's not. Mm, it's no, not one of my say, favorites. I'm not. Glued a big... to the screen. I was. I was. My favorite X Men film. See, I'm not a massive. Not including X-Men... Logan. Not including Logan. Not including Logan. I'm not a massive X Men fan. I'm looking forward to when Marvel do it, but um, the the. The films always seem a bit dated now, I think. Well, it started, didn't it, really, already with the end of um, Miss Marvel. And there was mention of mutants. And yes, you can hear the yeah. uh, X-Men theme on a ringtone. Yeah. yeah. I reckon there might be more in the Marvels than with that. I went to see, um, I think I mentioned it to you, so I went to see The Flash this week. I was pleasantly surprised. And there are some absolutely brilliant moments in it. That um, I do want to watch it. I do want to watch it. Oh, you've gone then, have you? Yeah, I went the other day. Yeah, I went Saturday. Fine. <laughs> right. Question one. At the start, Rogue lives where? Rogue lives where? Yeah. What, like the state or the town or something? I'll take the state. Chicago, Illinois. Meridian, Mississippi. The big okay. bloody title comes up saying it's right. No, no, at the start. I told you I was in and out of it. Already what off. is on the vest of the man who fights Wolverine in the cage fight? Uh, a big penis. The strong survive. Is there even any point reading the rest? Or... Yes, go on. Three. What name does Wolverine mock Charles with? Uh, what do they call you? Uh, wheels. <laughs> Don't make me laugh at that. Four. How many students are in Charles Xavier's physics class? Oh, six. Five. Oh. And what does the last one do that leaves the room? She says, hello, to Wolverine. I don't know. He runs through the door. All oh, right, yeah. Idiot. Mutant. How does Senator Kelly die? Uh, he, like, turns into water. Yep, he evaporates into water. Yeah. So, Stu, you've won that. So that would be now... Bonus? 12-7. Yep, bonus questions. So I'll give you yours. Uh, in the montage at the very start... What is the final war that Wolverine and Sabretooth fight in? Vietnam. 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 Get them ready for Vietnam. Commando. Get the Ramones there for you. Yeah. Uh, Tiger break. Cyclops' real name. Jeff. Scott Summers. Oh. See, I don't know much about things, so. Um. <laughs> So I don't still winning that one. In the next next episode, here we are on the letter Y. So Stu, on Netflix, I'm giving you You Don't Mess with the Zohan. Oh, Adam Sandler. Really? Which I don't mind as much as some of his new ones. It's not as bad as some of the new ones he's done. And you're giving me You're Googling now, aren't you? Because you can't think of one. Because you've not written it down. No, I haven't picked you one, I forgot. Oh bloody hell. Alex, you've got Oh, that's a good film. Have you seen you people? No, not yet. Yeah, yeah, put that then. That's Netflix as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's on my list to watch. Jonah Hill, though, and I'm not a massive Jonah Hill fan, but... That's good. Oh, I've got what? You don't mess with the Zohan? Yeah, that's on Netflix. Oh, and I have... Um... No, you can have... You don't mess with the Zohan. Right. So that was Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up, and now it's time for Tales of the Bag O' Niles. In each episode, me and Al take it in turns to go to the, the Earth's finest city, London. London? To go to Earth's greatest ever pub, the Bag of Nails. True. Uh, this week, Al went down to London. Yep. How'd you get on there, mate? 
Yeah, good, Stu. I don't know if you know, but they're making another Toy Story film. Right. Toy Story 5. I've never done this, Al, but I'm going to put my foot down on this. You can't wreck Toy Story. It, well, I'm is not... any filth? Is there any filth in this at all? I'm just, I'm just switching off. I'm not ignoring. I'm just ignoring you. All right. I just sing um, Garth Brooks songs in my head. <laughs> Still, I was at the back of the room recording because they're doing the voice records. They want to do it in a pub. They want to do because they're doing that now. They want to record in places now, Stu. Because I was at the back of the room and the actors recording are... uh, Hollywood films in pubs. Yeah. Yeah, the actors are all quite old now, so their voices don't sound pretty much anything. Like I've tried. Oh, to... funny that, isn't it? Funny that. The voices don't sound anything like the characters. So, so this is a film. Um, this is a scene for, with, involving Woody and Buzz when they they've met up again after you know losing each other at the end of four because Woody goes off, doesn't he? Um, but they all end up. Yeah, being... I already know there's going to be a, some sort of Woody joke or Woody reference, and something about having a Woody having a ear. Um, for some reason they're in London. Don't ask me why. Um, and also Jesse shows up at the end as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on, in. go on with it. Woody, where have you been? It's been so long. Buzz, hi. Hi. What's wrong, Woody? It's Andy. He's dead. What? <laughs> oh. Got caught up in some dodgy shit. And some bastard slit his throat. Oh, no! Woody, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Tracked them to this bar. They're gonna have a friend in them when I stick the leader's head up the other's ass. Woody, <laughs> are you sure that's the right thing to do? Fuck you, Buzz. <laughs> okay, Woody. So what else is new? Come on, what else is new? Well, I've been hanging around with some sex toys, Buzz. <laughs> oh, start, sorry, Stu. Sex toys? Well, I wouldn't know anything about that, Woody. Funny, <laughs> Funny thing is, uh, some of them do buzz. Buzz? You get my meaning? Uh. <laughs> oh, my. They've taught me so much, Buzz. Hey, would you like a friend in you? <laughs> I think I should get going, Woody. <laughs> You're giving me a Woody right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting, aren't you, Stu? Bang! That's a gunshot, Stu. I couldn't stand... Oh, this is supposed to be Jesse. I don't know. Hey, Woody. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't stand to see him like that. Come on, Buzz. Let's see if you can buzz for me. I'll definitely fall with style in you, Jesse. And then it sort of ends. That's the end of the scene. It's uh, quite interesting, isn't it? There's a few deaths that we're going to see in the new film. I hate to give spoilers away. Sorry, I should have said spoiler alert at the start. So Jesse and Woody are going to die in the next Toy Story film. I'm probably not going to watch it anyway, so. No, I think it's going to be an 18 at least. <laughs> at least. Hope so. Well, still, well, we go down the bag of nails next week. Um, what did I ruin last time? Oh, it was, uh, yeah, so um, I'll, I've got another one for the next time, Stu. Don't worry for something else that we all enjoy. Right. Now it's time for Mike Reed's Top Tips. 
In each episode, Stu finds a cassette tape with two tips from EastEnders' very own Mark Reed. Stu, you got a cassette? Yeah. And click. Oh, you cunts, Mark Reed here. Couple more tips, you know, you know, help you out with this shitty thing called Luash. Number one, protect your new carpet by putting your old one back on the top. <laughs> that was joke. Okay. That was in Viz. It was. Yeah. It was in Viz, yeah. I was struggling this week. <laughs> and two, conv- I think this was in Viz as well. Convince your mates you can play the trombone by standing around a wall and fart into a watering can. <laughs> yeah, that is it. Yeah. That's a good one. Though. Yeah, like right. I took these away from Viz this week because I couldn't <laughs> think of anything. So, might be dropping this um, project soon. Huh? No! Struggling, man. I'm going to have to start going through Viz. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stu, that's the end of the episode. Let's get over the uh, the bits and pieces we need to. Uh, if in the next top three, I would we would like your top three franchise movies. Uh, so franchises that re- that you would like to see a sequel, another film to, so a further film. And in the naughty corner, we would like your favourite film from so two thousand and four. You can get in contact Stu and Alpod at gmail.com or at Stu and Alpod on Instagram and Twitter. You can also, if you want to join us in watching films in Dino- Dinosaur Pot Goes Tits Up. I will be watching You Don't Mess With The Zohan and Stu. No, sorry. I, Stu will be watching that. And I will be watching You People, both on Netflix, so you can watch along. Stu, have you got anything to end the episode? Yeah, we just had an email then. Oh, oh brilliant. Uh, <clears throat> Dear Stu and Al, someone once said to me, you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Well, that's true. I'm a dinner lady, and I'm allergic to mashed potato. <laughs> anything like this ever happened to you? P.S. 10cc are playing the old Vic uh, this Friday night. Tickets standing only, unfortunately. Uh, do you want to come? Sheila from Shrewsbury. Well, thank you, Sheila. Yes, we would love to come, standing room only. Uh, we'll be there. We'll be there. And to answer your first question, um, no, but I did have a friend who had a one-armed butler. Served him right. So uh, that's a <laughs> <laughs> Um <laughs> <laughs> Stu, I've got a quiz for you at the end of the episode. It's episode 70, Stu, so I've got a the last 10 episodes quiz for you. Ah, right, yeah. Okay, you ready? So, question one. In episode 62, what was special about 90s Corner? Uh, it involved uh, guests or something? No, it was the last one. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, question two. In episode 64, instead of mar- married at first sight... It was married at first. Shite. Shite. Well done, yeah. Uh, one of my proud moments, that. Uh, in... <laughs> I like that one. That was good. Question three. In episode 67, name one of my favourite Daves. You've got three to choose from. Favourite what? Daves. Daves, yeah. Oh, David. Um... Good as you like. David Schwimmer. Yes, you... yeah, correct. Schwimmer. You could add Schwimmer, Ginola, or David Jason. Um, question four, sorry, Dave Jason. Question four in episode 68, which TV show did I ruin in Bag and Owls? About two episodes ago. Yeah. There's also a film. You watch it at Christmas, mainly. Uh, Muppets, something was it? No, it was Wallace and Gromit. Ah, <clears throat> uh, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the final question is to question five in episode 69, who was selling secondhand cars? She was a pop singer. Oh, 
Cheryl Cole? No, it was Mel C. Mel C. Scousing. Yeah. yeah there you go. All right. Well, thank you for listening, listeners. Uh, that's episode 70. Fuck me, 70. Jesus Christmas. That's a lot, isn't it? A lot. Yes, it's a bloody lot. Plus the specials as well. Uh, as Stu said, in the next episode... Is it the next? No, not the next episode. Um, the next episode, I think. Is that one we're recording live? No, that's two episodes time, isn't it? <clears throat> Yeah, the next one will be end of June. Then we've got the one in Chris, and then there'll be the Transatlantic Special. The Transatlantic Special, which will be a very fun episode. I'm so. borrowing a laptop over there, so all I'll do is log into Zoom, and then we're all good to go. I'm going to take my microphone, microphone. Yeah. with me in the suitcase. It's on the plane. Excellent. Record it on the plane. That'd be good, wouldn't it? But uh, don't do that, because it's uh, illegal. No, obviously. Right. <laughs> well, let's say goodbye, then, Stu. Goodbye. Ta-ra.